everyone, it is Delancey, and you are listening to The Nutrition Nerd. Today we're going to be talking a little bit about soy and soy-based products, as well as discussing one of the biggest health concerns I see circulating around this trendy food item. Now, despite the recent hubbub and debates surrounding soy, soybeans have actually been in the human diet for thousands of years. Only recently, with the rise of healthy eating trends, has this idea of using soy as an alternative for multiple animal-based products has come onto the scene. And now, Naturally, the controversial concept is both supported and rejected by passionate parties on both sides. Now, when it comes to the anti-soy movement, there are a multitude of different arguments, but a popular one is the potentially negative effects chronic soy consumption can have on the endocrine system, especially in women. It all comes down to soy's bioactive components, specifically the isoflavones. Isoflavones belong to a family of compounds known as phytoestrogens, which are named, of course, for their similar molecular structure to the estrogen molecule. When these isoflavones are consumed and digested, these quote-unquote weak estrogens may unintentionally bind to estrogen receptors, thereby triggering either estrogen estrogenic or anti-estrogenic activity. Now, these faux estrogen compounds are not particularly potent, and the isoflavone profile of every soy-based food item is going to vary heavily based off of a number of factors, such as the soybean farming environment or the manufacturing process. There is also a lot of just pending science surrounding soy at the moment, and we really can't say for sure if long-term soy consumption is going to lead to hormonal hormonal disarray or missignaling down the line. But those who argue against soy alternatives are just very wary of this concept. But at this point in the game, it's probably just best to consult a nutrition professional, especially if you're vegan or vegetarian and you're looking to eat soy products on the regular. Also, keeping a food diary is a great idea and just tracking how you feel after consuming soy. This can lend some wonderful insight into what works and what doesn't work for your body, especially when the science is just still to be determined. This has been The Nutrition Nerd. Hopefully you learned something new today, and I will catch you in the next one.